Dr. Anita McLaughlin, and you have just entered a diamond moment. I'm so glad that you are continuing to come back. I think we've got some very exciting things that we're moving towards. And I want you to always remember that the diamonds of your life are produced through time, heat, and pressure. The cut, clarity, and size of your life's diamonds or the characteristics of your life's experiences will determine how you use them. And the way that you use these precious experiences are paramount because they're diamonds in you. We've been talking about allowing society to hold us back or hinder us, to tell us how we should think about ourselves. And I wanted to continue on a little bit with that, but I want you to just imagine, okay? You're walking down the street. It's a nice day. You're, you feel good. You don't have anything that's on your mind. Nothing is bothering you. Maybe you're on your way to um, have a meal or to meet a friend and you pass by someone on the street. You look at that person. You don't know them. They're not someone that you normally see. They're just a passerby. And you keep on going and you say, you know what? They didn't look like they were dangerous to me. Uh, I think I'm going to let them or give them the ability to decide where my children go to school. I'm going to give them the ability to decide what my life should be like, how I should earn a living, what I can know, what I can do. They didn't seem like they were dangerous, so I probably don't have anything to worry about. I think I'll allow them to have access to my retirement account. I think I'll let them have access to where I live because they didn't reach out and hit me, so probably they're okay. Now, if that happened in your life, you would say, Doctor, I need to give me a break. I was not born yesterday, and truly, my name is not Boo Boo the Fool. I am not going to just hand over my life to somebody that I pass by that I don't know anything about. I'm not going to give them the ability to have access to the innermost uh, parts of my life that determine whether or not I can prosper, whether I have a decent life. I wouldn't do that, and neither would you. So what we're going to be talking about today is critical thinking, critical thinking, and not just glossing over things that you feel are somebody else's business. I'll just let them handle it. You know, I'm not really that up into these current social issues, so I won't worry about it. It'll all work out in the end. You know, it is what it is. No, it is what it is because sometimes people have not done what they needed to do. And I want you to really think about this. I, I want to give you another scenario. You're in a life and death situation. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's taking place. Maybe you're in a country that they speak a language that's different from you. You, 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 you know that whatever is being talked about is real serious because you can see it in their face. You can tell they're talking about you. They're not, there's nobody else in here. They're looking at me. They're talking about me. But what are they saying? Would you allow them to have access to your body, to your life, 
to your existence and never ask them, what are you saying? Would you allow them to make life and death decisions for you and never bring up the fact that I don't understand the language that you're speaking? I don't know whether you're trying to hurt me or whether you're actually trying to help me. Well, that also happens. Because if we're not willing to find out what people are saying, we are literally handing our lives over to someone who speaks another language and never bother to ask them, what are you saying? So where am I going in this this trend of thought? We have to begin to major in our own lives. You know, so many times we know exactly what Kim and Kanye are doing and we're all over with uh, Cardi B and we know what everybody's doing on, you know, this uh, Real Housewives of, of, of Atlanta. We know what everybody's doing over here. We know who our singer, what, where they're going to be in concert and what the next thing is coming out. We all understand all about Beyonce's life and all of that. And we haven't even stopped to major in our own lives. We haven't stopped to ask ourselves What is important in my own life? I know all about what's on somebody else's plate and I know nothing about what potentially could happen to me and my children, to their futures and their lives because I gave it over to that guy walking down the street or I let people talk over my head and never ask what they were saying. That's what we get all the time. And so I want us in terms of critically thinking, being able to realize what could be holding me back and to challenge those limiting ideas in our lives so that we can have better. We've been talking in honor of Black History Month. We were talking about uh, some of the uh, political figures in our culture today that are seeking to silence the stories and the voices of African-American people who are seeking to tell us what is important and what is not, what we can say and what we can do, where we can vote and who we can vote for, and are willing to disenfranchise us in order to accomplish that goal. That is exactly like giving your future over to that man that's passing by on the street. He didn't slap you in the face as he passed by, so you feel as though you can trust him to look after your 401k, to decide where and when you can get a mortgage. It's the same thing. So we need to, again, become proactive in our own lives. We need to know what people are saying. We need to understand the terms that are regularly talked about as it relates to the African-American community. We need to know about the figures in our own history Because as we know, and as I said last time, we're watching history be rewritten right in front of our faces. We're watching history be skewed on the behalf of some members of our society by in the detriment of others. We've seen lives devalued and people elevated who devalued those lives. And then people who tried to bring that out be penalized with losing their careers We're seeing this in real time. We watched a man uh, run down the street and people in a truck chased him and killed him while someone else filmed it. This is not 
on some type of horror movie. This is not something that you find on HBO or that you would you would look up and, and, and let me get a good horror picture. This ain't Jason chasing you. This is not Halloween. This is real. And anytime we don't major in our own lives, we're giving leeway for people to give us and do to us whatever they want to do. So this time I want you, if you, if it hasn't been important to you before, I hope that it will become important. Even if you're listening to this uh, podcast from another part of the world, it's still relevant for you to understand in your cultural framework what is being said about you, what is being done to you. And if there is an opportunity for you to speak on behalf of yourself, and and what I'm saying about speak is not necessarily get on a soapbox, get a bullhorn and start walking down the street. I'm saying speak in uh, in the ballot box. Go in and close that curtain and make your voice heard. And I'm telling you to do that not just for major, for the United States major elections, a presidential election, but do you not understand that that same guy that you just passed going down the street is in there making decisions about what your children can learn in the classroom? That guy that looks like he's not doing anything to you just because he didn't stop as they would have done in Jim Crow era and spit on you? Just because he didn't do that, you think it's safe to allow him to handle all of your city government to be able to sit on the in the county seats that make a determination on whether or not your children are murdered in their classrooms because they didn't feel as though it was important. There's a number of people that you can research and find out about, and you need to do that. One very eye-opening thing that I found, a lady's name, she's a professor at Emory University. Her name is Carol Anderson. She wrote a book which has a very controversial title. It's called White Rage. So don't get, you know, uh, worked up about the name of the book because it's it's a attention grabber. But what she talks about is a real life example of what systemic and systematic racism looks like. And I'm saying it because that's what it was. She talks about Ferguson. And she talks about what was behind uh, the situation that took place that led to the killing that we saw on uh, TV. So I want us to begin to become much more active in our own lives. I want us to understand what the terms that people are using really mean. Because until we do that, it's just like being in that life or death situation with people talking over your head and you never stop to ask them, what are you saying about me? There are also some things that are taking place. And and I, I had a little experiment this past week and I asked some people if they understood the definition of these words. And they, by and large, did not. Why? Because they left it up to somebody else. They left it up. They weren't uh, in tuned enough into what's taking place to even know to ask. And I'm going to say this, but not in a way to insult anyone. Sometimes we're too ignorant to ask a question. Ignorant in this sense means without an understanding great enough to even ask a question. So sometimes you have to get a little bit of knowledge before you can even ask why. 
And that's what I want us to do today. I want you to understand what the word uh, prejudice means. I want you to understand what the definition of um, woke, the definition of um, anti-Semitic. I want you to get the definition of what Antifa is. I want you to get the understanding of what racism is, what discrimination is, because they have definite definitions that will help to understand what's taking place. Again, sometimes we're leaving our destinies up to a guy that we just passed by on the street and we know nothing about. We don't know how he feels about us. We don't know anything. And when we do hear people talk, it's going over our heads. So some of the things that we think we understand, we may really need to get a dictionary definition, if not a cultural definition of what's being spoken about, because it means everything. I want us also to be willing to learn, to be willing to open up our minds to different concepts and to find out what we didn't know before. If we want guns off the street, if we want uh, police officers who will protect and serve, Not that we have to be protected against. These are the issues that we have to take on in real time because they're happening in real time all around us. So again, I thank you for being with me. I'm Dr. Anita McLaughlin, a transformational counselor, mentor, chaplain, author, and entrepreneur. Please stick with me so that we can unlock and process the challenges of your life. Thank you for listening and join me next time as we redefine the previous steps of your process. Never forget, becoming is a process. A process has stages. One small change changes everything. So invest in yourself. Please visit my website at www.dranitamc.com. That's D-R-A-N-I-T-A-M-C.com for links and additional information. And please rate the podcast if you're enjoying it.